Greetings, friend, and welcome to the Between the Covers podcast, where we are working every day to remove the self-limiting beliefs that are preventing us from becoming the heroes of our own stories. I am Marcus Barr, and today I wanted to talk about this concept that maybe you've heard, I know I've heard it many times before, yet recently it's something that just struck me a lot more than usual. The concept is that it's not too late to become what you might have been. And that may sound absolutely cliche. It does to me sometimes when I hear it. And yet, there are, there are a lot of messages out there that want to contradict this, that you're stuck in a dead-end job, or that, well, I mean, one that comes up for me a lot is just that I'm not good enough. There's no way that I could be blank. There's no way that I could do X, Y, or Z, whatever it happens to be. And I'm also living proof that those messages are false. Because, at least in my story, what often was the driving force to prevent me from even taking on some of these challenges or pursuing some of these interests or goals wasn't that I lacked the ability. It's that I just didn't believe in myself. A great example of this has been my college education. I went to college to get a degree in education. After I graduated, I had my bachelor's degree, I had a teaching certificate, and I was applying for jobs. I was trying to become a teacher. And what ended up happening was a lot more challenging than I ever expected it to be, especially considering the area of education that I was trying to get into being in elementary school or primary school, I was told that it was going to be easy for me because there's not a whole lot of men that work in the lower grades because most of them also want to be coaches. At least that's what I was told. I know there's not a whole lot of Not all of the men are coaches. I understand that. Yet I was given this false sense of hope that because I was a man in this field that didn't really have a lot of men, that would make me so much more desirable to hire because young kids need to have good male role models and good male influences in their lives. And that's not what happened. I tried for seven years to get a job, and I never got a job. Nothing outside of substitute teaching. And it was very disheartening. I thought at the time 
that this was the most expensive mistake I could have ever made in my life. I mean, the amount of student loan debt that I had getting out of college and I could barely make like the minimum payments on this loan and I couldn't get a job anywhere. Whenever it was a new school year and there were a lot of job openings, I would apply and I would apply. I'd apply for everything that could work for me. And as soon as the dust settled, all that was left was bilingual roles. And I'm not bilingual. Therein was the hiccup in this grand plan of becoming a school teacher. I just couldn't even get a job. I was so disheartened by that. And it seemed the only jobs that I was suitable for was substitute teaching, which I did not enjoy. It's very difficult going into someone else's classroom and trying to establish a rapport with kids in a couple of hours or maybe even in not even an hour if you're working in the higher grades where you have multiple classes. It was a challenging season for me and I did not enjoy it. If it wasn't substitute teaching, it was customer service and I did not enjoy the customer service jobs either Mostly because in those positions, I was just a number. I was, it was all based on my performance. How many of these subscriptions could I sell? How many extra things could I add on to this customer's transaction? And it was all about the numbers. And I did not enjoy just being a number to big wigs. I don't know. I don't really know who looked at that information, but definitely the store manager did. And store managers also had pressure from more corporate individuals saying, you guys need to get these numbers up. I did not enjoy that environment. I still don't. I hate sales. And one of the things that I've discovered is that my degree was not a complete waste of time like I thought. It wasn't a complete waste of money either because I'm still using it. I'm still a teacher, just not the kind of teacher that I thought I was going to be. And did I ever foresee podcasting when I was going to school to become an educator? No, I didn't. In fact, I didn't even really know anything about podcasting during it wasn't until I was in my 30s. Yeah, I was in my mid-30s, mid to late 30s, when I finally stepped into what has become the most fulfilling thing for me to do. And bear in mind that I tried teaching, I tried the customer service, I tried working at an Amazon call center. Boy, that did not last a very long time. I have tried writing, I have tried YouTube, 
I've tried Twitch. I've tried a lot of different things. And the thing that turned out to be the most fulfilling for me to do, the one thing that I have done that when I wake up in the morning, I'm not filled with dread, yet I'm filled with excitement because I get to work with people and help them overcome these unwanted behaviors in their lives. That didn't come about until my mid-30s. If I resign myself to what was happening back in my 20s and my early 30s as an example of what my life was going to be like, I would be miserable. I would still be miserable. Those were miserable years for me. I will admit that for some individuals, it can be challenging to become what it is that they desire to be. For some people, it has to do with disabilities. For some people, it has to do with a mental illness. For some people, it even has to do with some medical diagnosis where it is just a grim outlook of their future. And yet, I also know people who have received some of those diagnoses and have been able to do some incredible things, all things considered, with everything that was stacked against them. They did incredible things. For me, it's still my writing. I want to be a published author, and yet... This is an area where I have the most self-limiting beliefs. Oh, it's awful. In fact, this month is National Novel Writing Month. And I'm going to be participating in it this year. It'll be my third time in nine years. Yeah, I think my third time in nine years. I will be intentional about writing 50,000 words to a book within 30 days. I've done it twice. It's a challenge. It stretches me, and yet I know I can do it. If I want to become an author, then that means I need to do what I can in order to make that happen. And every day I'm not writing, I'm not moving towards that goal. And eventually, at some point, it will become too late for me to achieve this dream. Maybe some of what's going on is you just think that you have all the time in the world. I've been there. I've heard of people who have published their hit novel when they're in their 40s or their 50s. And so here I am, I'm almost 40. It's like, oh, I still have time. And yet I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't even know if I'm going to have a next year. And so far I've been lucky. <laughs> in all honesty, I've been lucky. Because... I have all of these stories that I want to share. I have these books that I want to write. 
and I haven't pursued any of them, and I still have time. So long as I can sit in front of this computer and talk into this microphone, I have time. I can devote time toward my writing. For me right now, it is not too late to become the writer that I want to be, to become the author that I want to be. And for you, I don't know what it is, but whatever the dream is that just seems so far off in the distance or so unachievable that you look at it and you become overwhelmed or it becomes daunting or you just lose faith and you just sit back and it just becomes another thing that's just kind of back there and you've given up on though you don't want to. It's not too late to pursue that. And it might not look exactly the way that you hoped that it would have. When I think back to my years in high school, when I originally had the dream of becoming an author, I decided that I wanted to be a teacher because I believed that teachers would have the extra time so that I could pursue the writing that I've always wanted to do. Once I pursued my degree and most everyone in my family became teachers, I really found out how untrue that belief pattern was. Teachers are busy. They don't have a lot of free time, especially when they have families of their own. They just don't have a lot of free time. And yet, here I am in a position where I have more control over my time than I've ever had before. And I can get myself stuck in the details, just dilly-dallying, doing menial work at times. It's stuff that needs to be done. And yet, it's my calendar. I can carve out time to do what I need to, to do what I want. If I want to publish a book, then I should make that a priority and put time on the calendar. I shouldn't have to wait from November until another November to do NaNoWriMo, just to write another 50,000 words in another book. It's not too late. For most of us, it's not too late to become who we've always wanted to be. And maybe the thing that's holding you back the most is a belief that what you're striving for is impossible. And I just want to challenge that. I want to challenge that thinking. It's not impossible. Unless we believe it is. If we believe it's impossible, then we will never take steps toward it. For me, I have to believe that it's possible for me to get a book published. And Bear in mind, I'm not trying to go the self-published route. 
I, I would like to have my book published through traditional publication methods. And maybe that's not what's actually going to happen, but that's my dream. That's what I'm striving for. Well, okay, let's be honest. That's what I should be striving for, but I really haven't. And I'm wanting to change that. I don't want to be at the end of my life looking back just saying, oh, I wish I did that whole book publishing thing. I wish I didn't put it off for so long because now I am out of time and I can't do it. Whatever it is that when you come to the end of your story, whatever you look at and you would say those same words, I wish I didn't do blank or I wish I did blank. It's not too late to start that. Take the time, prioritize it, get it on your calendar, make it a priority so that you pursue it. And that means that maybe you need to give up on some things in your life. And guess what? That's okay. It's okay to put down the good things in order to have time to invest in the great things in your life. That's what I want to remind myself of. I want to remind myself of, I have these great things that I want to do in my life. And what is getting in the way right now are a lot of good things. And what I mean by that is, by doing these good things, that doesn't mean that it's not beneficial in some way. Yet, we will oftentimes forego the more challenging, great things in our lives in order to fill up our space with all the good things that we could be doing too. And you're only one person. One person only has so much time. So where are you going to invest your time? And I'm genuinely curious about that. Where are you going to invest your time so that you can start pursuing this better you? You can start pursuing this dream that you've always wanted to do. And this is one of the things that is probably the most scary when we're talking about pursuing our dreams is we can pursue our dreams and sometimes they don't pan out. There are a lot of people who have had failed dreams. Maybe someone wanted to start their own business. Oh man, Libby and I have talked about this many times. I feel so sorry for the people who got the capital or they finally took that step and it's like in 2019, 
I'm going to start this business. And then the pandemic hit and everything closed down. That had to be very heart-wrenching for a lot of people, I'm sure. While all of that may be true, we still have the opportunity to pursue what is important to us. And so what are you going to do? What needs to change in your life in order to make these dreams a reality? For me, I need to get writing time on my calendar. I need to block out time and make it intentional to sit down and write. During NaNoWriMo last year, which I should, I probably shouldn't just leave it out there, NaNoWriMo is National Novel Writing Month. I completed my objective of writing over 50,000 words in 30 days. And I wrote in this book every single day. And the reason why is because I made it a priority. And yet the key mistake that I made last year was I participated in NaNoWriMo in order to just see if I could still do it. And once I confirmed, yes, I still can do all of this writing. I do have the, not willpower, it's not a willpower thing. Conviction, maybe. I don't know. But I still had what was necessary in order to accomplish this writing goal. And then I put it down again. I think probably in December, I because I didn't finish the book. 50,000 words is not nearly long enough for this novel that I'm writing. And so I didn't finish it. And it's like, okay, I can still do this. And then in December, I probably sat down twice and worked on the novel again. And I haven't worked on it since. Because I didn't make it a priority. I kept allowing other things to get in the way. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to block time on my calendar every single week so that I can devote all of my attention to this goal, to this dream. I still want to be an author. If there's anything that I've said more during this podcast is probably that I still want to be an author. For me to reach that goal, that means I have to work towards it. Otherwise, it's just going to stay back there and always be one of those things where I wish I put more time toward that. I wish I didn't allow myself to believe that it was impossible. I wish I tried. If your dream doesn't pan out, then you can at least say, I tried. And maybe what that means is you need to try again. It's not guaranteed you're going to get it the first time. Maybe you need to try again. I think of some of the great authors like Stephen King. 
if you ever hear Stephen King share about his story, he had a lot of stuff that went unpublished and was unrecognized until he kept trying until he finally got the publisher that said, Ooh, I like the story. Yes, let's do this. There are individuals who have a large fan base and maybe even a cult following with the stories that they've written or with what they have produced. It doesn't have to be writing. It can be a TV show. It can be a movie. It can be a game. It can be almost anything. And there are people that have these and they were passed up time and time again. I feel like this almost needs to be the title of the podcast. It doesn't matter how many times you fall down. What is the most important is that you always get up more than you fall down. And you keep going. You keep trying. Because it's not too late to be who you might have been. Until next time, live strong for today. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like what you're hearing and you're interested in working with me, there is a link to my website in the show notes and also a link just to schedule a free 50-minute one-on-one call with me. Let's get the conversation started. Also, please rate and review this podcast so more people are able to find it. Thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon.